September 18th, 2023, this is Diet Science with Dean McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition, and every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. There's your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, D, what's a topic for this week? This week we're talking about an amino acid called glycine, hmm. and it has many health benefits in the body, but it's also got a sweet taste, hmm. so you can actually use it as a sweetener. So it's an amino acid, so that's those are the building blocks for protein, right? Correct, Yes. So yeah. it's perfectly healthy to consume, I imagine. It's very healthy to consume. In fact, glycine um, is actually one of the components of collagen, mm. which is one of the most abundant proteins in the body, and it mm. provides all of the structure for our body. So it's a, it's got a, a number of roles, and that is one of them. Um, but wh- one of the reasons why it kind of sort of came across my radar was because this is a like a non-caloric type of sweetener mm-hmm. and it uh, doesn't affect your blood sugar levels at all. And it's just another way to uh, sweeten like your coffee or tea. Hmm. Um, but it's got a million other <laughs> health benefits to it as well. So hmm. it's got, I always say it's like performing double duty in the body because not only can you use it to sweeten your tea or coffee, but you can, get a lot of other benefit from it. Hmm. So one of the main benefits of glycine is that it is the um, sort of like the precursor or building block to a very powerful antioxidant in our body called glutathione. Mm-hmm. Glutathione is used in the liver during um, detoxification. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps break down all of the toxins that we come in contact with every day. Um, but it also circulates around the rest of the body as well. So it can, you know, ward off free radical damage and things that can happen in other parts of the body that other than the, just the liver. Mm-hmm. So um, it's one, it's, you know, glutathione is like, if, if we, I think we did a podcast on we glutathione did. some time ago. We did. Um, but yeah, like it's like, you can't live without glutathione, basically. So, mm-hmm. um, but you, the better way to get glutathione levels up in your body is not to take glutathione supplements. It's to consume things that help your body make more of its own glutathione. Hmm. So, glycine is one of those components that's a crucial component for making glutathione. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So um, now. A lot of people can, you know, get a benefit from glycine by consuming collagen supplements, which are also very popular right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So glycine makes up about a third of the amino acids that are in collagen. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can you can get some glycine that way. Um, However, you you can get a lot more glycine by just using a small 
like half teaspoon or teaspoon of pure glycine powder. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll get more of a benefit from it. Apparently, there really is no uh, cons to taking glycine, um, mm. even in levels. Um, in studies, levels go up to about 10 grams a day mm-hmm. to get some of these benefits. Um, and like a typical amount in a little scoop of pure glycine powder would give you around two grams, maybe one to two grams. So you could consume up to, you know, several teaspoons a day of glycine powder. Hmm. So I think one one of the uh, questions that uh, I was asked was, well, can you use it in baking? Yeah. Right. So um, you could use it. You have, you're going to have to obviously experiment with the recipe mm-hmm. because it, you have to see how much sweetness you get out of a certain amount. But like I said, you can you can use up to about 10 grams of glycine a day. Hmm. So if you put it into a recipe, obviously that glycine is going to be um, dispersed among each. You know, let's say you use it for a muffin recipe or a cookie recipe. It's going to be dispersed among many muffins or many cookies. So you wouldn't be getting the 10 grams out from just eating one cookie or one muffin. So right. it could potentially work in, mm. in a recipe like that. Um, you'd have to try it on your recipe to see what kind of sweetness it gives it. Are there any guesses of, on its ratio to sugar on its sweetness? Um. Well, you can get this, the same sweetness from sugar from just that small, like maybe half teaspoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's I get that would give you a good kind of idea of how much to use to replace like a cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. So um, now, interestingly enough, interestingly enough, the the name glycine, um, the pre you know the prefix of it G L Y because it's spelled G L Y C I N E. Glycine is related to glycemic, and also you know we use the word glycemic to refer to sugar levels, mm-hmm. right? Um, and interestingly, the name glycine was derived from the Greek word called glycus, which is G L Y K Y S. Um, and so, you know, it kind of gets its name from the fact that it's sweet in its taste. Mm. Um, so it has some other really cool benefits and uh, actions in the body that I also wanted to mention. It's very anti-inflammatory. Mm. So um, it's been shown to be um, very good for um, improving uh, healthy cartilage and connective tissue mainly because of its uh, role in um, structure of the body. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also known to regulate uh, inflammation. And studies have shown that supplementation with glycine is associated with a reduction of symptoms such as inflammation and swelling in arthritis. Hmm. So it could work for that. Um, it also helps with, um, you know, preventing the deterioration of muscle and also boosting muscle recovery after workouts. Hmm. So that's another really important benefit of it. Um, glycine also helps provide the cells with energy because it plays a role in the conversion of nutrients from your diet. So it actually ramps up the production of energy, which we call ATP, mm-hmm. um, and that helps b- boost endurance, strength, and performance in 
um, athletic uh, activities. Mm -hmm. And it also has a beneficial effect on hormone production. Hmm. So it contributes to the natural production of steroid hormones, like testosterone, that um, also control how energy is used and how, uh, you know, it regulates the amount of uh, body fat versus muscle. So it sort of promotes the muscle building and um, prevents the mus- the fat accumulation in the body. Mm. So that's another really cool thing. And then finally, you know, this one was just also a, a, a very important one to consider. Glycine has been shown to be both something that um, can help you go to sleep Um it basically because it works in the brain in the pathways that help to keep your biological clock mm-hmm. in the right rhythm, mm-hmm. um, and so it it can keep you like if you're taking it for other reasons like for uh, you know sweeter sweetener or if you're using it for inflama- inflammation or glutathione production, it doesn't make you go to sleep during the day. But at night, it helps to kind of activate your sleep cycle at night. Hmm. So it works in, in the, as a sort of like as a neurotransmitter in the brain the same way as another neurotransmitter that is very involved in sleep, which is called GABA. Mm-hmm. So um, it helps to, to kind of work together with GABA during that time of night to hmm. help you fall asleep. So hmm. studies have been shown that uh, people sleep better when they take a little bit of glycine before going to sleep. Fascinating. Yeah. And there's no downside? There doesn't seem to be any downside. It says, uh, what I was reading is, no cons or side effects to speak of with glycine. It's it's actually a, a one of the very smallest amino acids. We call it, by the way, we call it a non-essential amino acid, meaning that it can be made in your body when you consume other proteins, mm-hmm. um, but you can also get it from foods and from supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's also been known to show to stabilize blood sugar levels. Mm. So it's a, it's all, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of things that we learn about in nutrition is that our nutrients have multiple roles in the body. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always fascinated by the fact that magnesium has over 300 known roles in the body. And so Mm -hmm. it's hard to really pin down which one thing you would need for that. But, you know, in terms of glycine, if you're looking for an alternative to any of the other types of sweeteners that are out there, this one may be one to try and get many other benefits from it. So how is it available? Will we have a link? Yes, we have a link. So typically it comes in a powder. And you can mix it into a smoothie. You can mix it into coffee or tea. Um, like I said, you could probably mix it into some uh, recipes that you're making. So, mm-hmm. um, but it comes in a powder form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And usually you just use it like a half teaspoon or a teaspoon of it. Well, that's great. Anything else before we go, Dee? No, I just think it's a, a another great alternative to 
you know, sugar, which we're not a fan of. Right, right. <laughs> well, thank you, Dee, for another informative week. Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.